hundred percent. That's just it. And not yeah. only are you fucking your immune system, you're fucking your sleep, which will then farther fuck your immune system. So you're double fucking yourself if you don't get outside <laughs> a little GMB episode 92. I'm Luke. Joe. And we still in the middle of this motherfucking pandemic, man. We uh, we <laughs> had to air 20. out yeah, some of our, our personal grievances before this because I just didn't like, I, I don't want to, we, we got to talk about it. It just is what it is. That's all anyone yeah, can well, really talk well, about. Well, I mean, everybody could probably relate to some of it. Some stuff well, we when can you have just to. Say, to, say it publicly. Unavoidable, right? man. I don't, I just, I'm, I'm going to try to not, not to be too negative because I really am. I'm getting a little salty about how it's being handled and especially how people are reacting. But here's just a little personal example from my life. And I don't hold it against them all. I've done the same thing multiple times. I'll probably do it in the same thing with this conversation with you. But I called my dad the other day. I had a great conversation with him. Like, I, I've, honestly, man, like, I know your family well, too. We're both lucky that we just have, have good relationships with our parents like that. Very true, very true. So I hadn't got to actually talk to him for a few weeks. So we sit down and talk for like 45 minutes. We talked for like 10, 15 at the beginning about all this corona bullshit. And I'm like, all right, dad we're done with this. We're not going to talk about this anymore. I talked about it. I try to, when I'm talking to people on this, I try to give like a rational perspective about how it's just a fucking flu, not minimizing it, but like use common sense and all that, but trying to ease people's stress versus the constant, like getting bombarded with all this bullshit from every news source through whether you hear it secondhand through someone you're talking to, or you see it on your phone, everyone's getting it. And so I say that and Again, I'm not not faulting my father for this. Every fucking everything we talked about, he just flipped it right back to to Corona because that's just it's literally like embedded in all our our minds at this point. That's the public consciousness is fucking pandemic, and that's it. And because I can't hold that against people because I'm in that same situation too. We've talked about our opinions. We don't we don't need to go too much on the actual virus in this one because we both know what it is. It's a nasty flu that's very contagious. That's that's. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going farther than that. But well, have you noticed this one thing? I don't know if 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 you've noticed this, but I have. Just because it's a, it's a totally different beast, especially us being where we are in life and what we're doing online and how much more we're connected with stuff, even though we're not as connected as some people, about how they're handling it back home. It's 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 slightly enhanced everything is enhanced when i talk to my sister when i talk to my dad talk to my grandmother she's kind of a little bit more on the cooler side but she's been quarantined for like a month like nobody's been able to even see her but uh yeah but what i'm saying is is like i don't know if it's because it's more of a rural area and they worry they're so worried about the fucking government coming in and taking things over and stuff and like i don't know if you've heard but all the gun shops are just closed because they don't have anything they don't have any ammo most guns are sold they're and they don't have restock because that's backed up because all america's doing it but like i can still go to any gun shop here and pick up whatever i want it's just a limited thing 
there well, yeah. they're just cleaned out. And also, I'm not at all saying it's a bad idea to have guns around, but I mean that in general, completely unrelated to this. I'm a, a big proponent of, of having guns around, and if you have a gun, you damn oh, well better have some ammo for it. But yeah, have stocking up on, on weapons for this is absurd there's no one there's mean. people getting a flu who are you gonna shoot you know what but i mean see, like, it's not even just the guns though it's it's yeah like, it's, it's what a, their it's their way their mindset is it's a going reaction to the stress yeah. with this yeah so they're not even thinking of it as it's the flu this will pass will be fine they're thinking of it as if it could be a like they watch too much apocalypse TV. shit yeah. yes actually <laughs> yes. So I want to bring that up real quick, and I would love someone much smarter than me to break this down, because I don't know how legit it is. I know there's some, uh, definitely some real evidence It's just what's done, but I do feel like a lot of the movies, I think it's uh, it's called Contagion with Matt Damon. That's a big one. There's a few other pandemic movies. They're all over Netflix right now. I don't know if they they popped up and were promoting them heavy before this really got bad, but it does seem like it's always like a weird coincidence that they'll have these popular movies about that or they do stuff like natural disasters. I don't think those movies are made as I'm not going down any like crazy conspiracy here, but I do think there is there's usually like underlying motives when they make a movie like that. It's like Let's see how the public would react to this. Do they think this is a real thing? And I'm just talking market research. So, like, you make a movie, you te- you screen that for people before the final cut is even gone and get the reactions to certain things. How do they like this actor? How do they like this theme? And I'm sure some of that is how do they feel about this? Do they think it's real or not? So data is the biggest commodity in the world, like, right now. That's usually that we're talking relating to social media and companies like Google, Facebook, whatever, how they sell data and all that shit and all the Snowden stuff with the NSA. But it's it it doesn't matter what the purpose was for the data originally. Like, say they they make a movie like Contagion, screen it for people, get their reactions, and they're like, look, 99% said they think this can really happen. I'm not saying they made the movie to test that theory, but whoever would be interested if people would accept, say, a pandemic of this nature would look at data like that. They'd be like, look, it's backed up by this survey, this study that we did here. We're pretty sure we can put in these regulations and people are react. It's just, to me, that's just common sense to think, like, these aren't just... uh, things aren't just being done on a whim. I know that happens sometimes, but when you make a, especially like a large level bureaucratic decision, and that's where not giving our current administration specifically any crimes, whoever happens to be in charge in state, local, or federal government, when you have to make a decision that's going to affect a large amount of people, you have to weigh the pros and cons. And that's what they're doing with this. So when people are like, why don't you just do this? Like this, well, there's probably a million reasons. There's probably six people on this side of the table saying we can't do it because it'll fuck the economy up. And then this side saying it'll fuck up the the social part of things. And this side saying, no, we have these political interests we need to protect. And all those things come together. And then they're like, all right, we can do this reaction and we think it will work. So and work in whatever they're going for. And it doesn't mean they're they're just out for everyone's well-being or they're just out for money or anything i'm just saying there's a lot of factors that go into it and i do think it does probably relate back to a lot of hollywood type shit that's where the that's like the initial info it's it's like the rat study you know what i mean like yeah, we yeah. do a study on on mice or rats or whatever 
and then you then base maybe this drug will do this if we try it in a larger animal and then eventually human trials and that actually reminds me too man and we will circle back to this because i'm not trying to avoid corona i just don't want to be too negative with it but I just listened to uh, an episode uh, that Rogan did with Eric Weinstein the other day. So he's uh, he's Peter Thiel's finance guy in some capacity. I don't remember exactly what he does. Uh, Peter Thiel is is one of the the big Silicon Valley guys. He's he's actually kind of hilarious, man. I mean, he got a bunch of shit because he's a Trump supporter, but he's also gay. So it's like it's kind of hard to paint him with like as the normal like trump guy you know what yeah, i mean because yeah. he gets that and he's a billionaire he's the one who uh he bankrupted that fucking company i think it's gawker it was one of those uh like gossip newspaper things he funded so they they released a a sex tape of hulk hogan he's suing them peter Thiel funded that and got them and literally bankrupted them because when we're talking about a one of the the more prominent billionaires, at least in this country, he's got a, a lot of weight behind him. He bankrupted that company because they had outed him as being gay a few years before. So it was purely just like a little like, fuck you. But honestly, I thought that show was hilarious. Like, as I mean, far that was as smart, if, that's fucking yeah, smart. If, if you're a billionaire and someone does you dirty, especially if we're talking about a gossip magazine, then fuck them. You know what I mean? Like if I was him, I, w- I would have bought them and been like, oh, sorry, your company's gone. <laughs> but <laughs> this was probably a, a more intelligent way to do it. And that's why he's a motherfucking billionaire. Yeah, but right? yeah, so either way, Weinstein is, he, he works closely with him. So either I'm telling you, he works high up in the finances of Silicon Valley. He's Brett Weinstein's brother. And I don't know if you remember that one. He's the one, he was a professor at Evergreen College. Oh, I do remember. Washington. Yeah, there was that whole controversy about when they tried yeah. to lock it down over diversity day and shit. And he was, he, he's like a, definitely not, I'm not going to say he's like him as far as a philosophy. He's kind of like the Jordan Peterson line. He's like, when something absurd is getting put through, they're being like, wait, you said, so the situation with, with Brett, for anyone who doesn't know, they did some kind of like a, uh, minority walkout on it it's a real hippie college and i know don't know a lot about it but my parents actually met there when they were both students there back in the fucking 70s yeah yeah, they're my parents are are old hippies so they yeah i do know a little bit it's a very liberal college and for our personal reference man it would basically be the college equivalent of the compass school back where we're from which was like a hippie middle school that i went to so he brett was uh, a professor there and they did some kind of diversity day here where like the minority students would walk out and look we're talking about like a very progressive weird there's probably not many minorities there i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that i don't need to look up the stats but we're probably talking about like five it's a <laughs> tiny college probably like five kids are like i'm not going to class today so they're doing that forever so that's just what happens at hippie schools it happens at all colleges with especially this this liberal shit is getting crazy at universities but they did that and then Whoever, whatever way overly fucking non-binary identified student who was running their little <laughs> protest that year decided that instead of the minority students doing their protest and walking out, all the white people had to be off campus for for a day, including the professors. And Brett was like, hold up, that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Like, if you want to make a little minority stand, like, minorities, especially in this country, they have a lot to be annoyed about as far as their history. If you want to talk about it and make points, I mean, that, that's a very important thing to do. But to flip it like that is obviously just going too far. Like, yeah, 100%. The, 
Yeah, the the solution to historical racism is not to flip it and be like, fuck white people. Like, I'm like, white people, me and you, man, we're, we have genetics from random places all over the world. Our our ancestors didn't come from the same place. We're both white now because it's all blended. Like, I hope, I've, I've echoed this before, man. I hope eventually, I don't know how long it'll take, everyone just fucking mellows out to, like, a very, like, light brown tan color and we're all the fucking same (laughs) it'll take a while but that would just be great just to get that off because it's so ridiculous for people to get mad at each other because i'm sick of being so fucking white i feel like i need a tan all right so if we could just like tune it up about 10 fucking notches that's what i'm saying man i burn like a motherfucker i'm I'm a i'm a very pale white person i would love to be a little bit darker i was gonna say see i hit the sun i do good but man in the winter time i'm like fucking white as snow out here i'm like son of a Bitch. Yeah, the sun as soon as the sun's just really starting to come out a lot now. I've been hiking more and shit because I can't go to the goddamn gym. I already caught a few sunburns, man. I have to remember to sunscreen my tattoos up because I don't want that shit to fade. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn annoying. Man, so yeah, that was uh and and Brett Weinstein's a really, really interesting guy too, man. And and Rogan just did a a killer episode with with his, with with uh with his older brother who who now has I think he has his own podcast called The Portal or some shit but it's like real intellectual kind of stuff and honestly the whole thing was was fascinating and him and Rogan have a a good relationship so one of the best parts about it and they've they've clearly spent some time off camera too and yeah. just being how intelligent he is Brett's one of the few people he can actually cut Joe off and be like hold up Joe let me say this, then you can respond, which is a rare, because Rogan will walk (laughs) real quick, you know what I mean? So I think that's a a great episode to check in in on just to get, like, good rational info, and they're not going too heavy about our current situation, but it is, it's just refreshing, especially in a time like this, to have, like, hear a very well, like, logical, articulate guy talk common sense. For sure, I'll have to hit I'll have to hit that up, man. I haven't been doing actually too many podcasts lately. I've been hitting up a lot of like audibles. I uh, but I just re- keep yeah. keep re hitting up um this book, which I recommend to fucking everybody, man. It's called The Big Leap. It's really good. I reread it all the time. It's about What's trying your name, to- man. I've never read it, but I've heard that one a thousand times. Let me get to you right here. So, anyways, uh, where I get the name, the the guy is just fucking talks about being in your uh, genius, like living in your zone of genius and talks about always the seal and the cap, you know, that we put on ourselves and our beliefs and stuff. One sec, I got his name right here. It's uh, Gary Hendricks. Yep. Yep. He's fucking, so Gary Hendricks, he, he has a couple different books out there. The Big Leap, I've read uh, probably like four or five times now and with Audible and read it physically. And then, uh, I got a couple of his other books on Audible. What are his other ones? I'll look them up too. But man, the way that it just describes how we limit ourselves, like every single fucking thing is capped by ourselves. Like say, even with the, even with this fucking coronavirus. So we don't want to see past what we choose to believe. So anybody, like people get in fights at the store because – they have a belief, right? 
this other people have a belief. Well, they're not the fucking same. So it's almost like a religion battle now, whether you should be wearing a mask, whether you should be wearing fucking gloves, mm-hmm. whether you're six feet away or not. And it's all because you can't allow yourself to fucking see past it because you are capping yourself. You're totally shutting yourself off. And um, I mean, I've always believed in that. We pro- A lot of us know that, but it's just hard to sometimes see it, hard to catch it. This is a great book for that. I've also been uh, uh, Swallow That Frog. So well, I don't we, think I know that one. That one's pretty good. It's real business So oriented. Hold up. Are we talking about one of those frogs that got DMT coming out its ass? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's mainly about like just swallowing your pride, you know, with certain things and, and understanding when to react. And it's to me, it's more of something that is a uh, uh, don't react, respond situation for business wise and like that's what it's mainly you could use it for pretty much anything kind of like this big leap too you can it's very versatile but those i've been hitting those just for that one sounds similar in the concept to uh the war of art that one rogan used to promote a lot years ago which the whole concept of that is just resistance sounds like the same I definitely appreciated War of Art too. I've listened. I've listened to that a few times on there. I've read it a few times, but with the way that I, I like that one in audio in, form better. Yeah, way I better. Like, like the way that I take stuff in, it's so hard to read. Yeah. So it's I, like, I, what I, the fuck? I've read a lot of real dry books, especially when I'm in like I'm way more on the the nonfiction side. I have I've yeah. read a lot of fiction. I enjoy that too. But I'm way more on the nonfiction side now. And every once in a while, I pick up a book that's like heavy on some science, nutrition shit or something. And I'll get through it. But if it's like a really boring book to read, like it takes me double the time to go through the same amount of of content, I'd rather listen to it. Yes. Because I'll absorb more in the same way. Like it's it's just how you like to pay attention to stuff. And it's like if there's a a really intellectual podcast that's just stacked with info, like a, a Rhonda Patrick thing. I have to like really pay attention. Whereas if I'm listening to like some comedy shit, like Fighter and the Kid, that's one of my favorites, Shab and, and Brian Callen. I just have that in the background when I'm fucking cooking or working so, out or something. Did you hear the vid- video real quick on, on those fucking two? <laughs> I just saw like a snippet because it made like pretty good oh. air time. But when he was talking about fucking him in the ass there, what the hell was going on? <laughs> I don't know, but they're legit. The two of the it funniest. Was- I don't. I've I've probably seen it because honestly, that's not out of character for them at all. Like they, uh, it's it's literally they're the funniest fucking comedy duo ever. So for anyone who doesn't know, Brian Callen is is well established. He's done a lot of like minor acting. He's been a stand-up <laughs> for a long time. I gotta throw out there too, just because I actually saw him at the Comedy Works in Denver last year. Pulled up, and I, I'm sure I brought this up on here in one of our old episodes. But it's just it's such a legit reference for a, a famous guy like that. So we walk up and it was the third show of the night. There's already there was a, a pretty long line around the block from um, from the, the the door. It's not like a giant club at all. I don't know if they have more than one room, but just like a little comedy club in Denver that's pretty well known. And we walk on with my friend from work and he goes, hold up. And he, he like looks around the corner and like right by the stairwell it must be the back door from the place. He's like, Callan's right there. And there weren't, most of the people were going the other way to get in line. So hardly anyone was noticing. And there's a few people getting pictures. And I was, he was like, well, fuck, we got to go meet him. And I was like, damn. So we, we walk over, wait like a minute. And he didn't eat, like legitimately, because I'm not a pushy. I'm not going to run up and fucking shove my phone in his face or anything like that. Just not my style. Literally 
points over and goes, hey, come over here. Like, because he, he knew we wanted a picture. Comes over, like, says what's up, gets a picture. Li- could not be nicer. And then just to put it in fully in context, like I said, that was the third show of the night. I realized that when we got in. He's already done two fucking full shows before that. He probably wants to just go sit and, like, fucking rest up for a second before. He, instead, he's just out there talking to people just because he can. Like, it was one yeah. of the most legit things I've ever seen, at least pers- personal encounters with a, a kind of famous person that I've ever had. It was, it was just too, too cool, man, that he was actually that nice. And I've listened to so much of his content as far as that podcast, A Fighter and the Kid. It was absurd how much it was just him. Like, he really doesn't filter himself at all. Like, there, it was the exact same shit. His, his comedy act was more different <laughs> from what I expected. And I've seen his comedy before for but him in person like meeting him and talking to the guy face to face for a second was exactly like the stuff he puts out i was just it was just like a, a pleasant surprise you know what i mean yeah. but yeah so him and Shaw, they're brendan Shaw's now a, a full-time comedian he was a heavyweight ufc fighter so that's already weird they started the podcast when he was just a fighter and callan's doing mostly acting not even doing comedy and now they've turned into legit like probably my favorite comedy duo out there so Yes, they will will joke about fucking each other. Brian constantly will. Well, I think like, he was talking about something like he had the corona fever, and he just sometimes feels like he just wants to fuck him. Like he just wants hilarious. To, I'm like, yeah, what the hell? Is yeah, they're on that level of best friend shit where they can actually talk about fucking each other and not be. Too and he serious. was talking like, about accepting the fact that he wanted to fuck him. Like, you, like yeah, see, that's a that's an improv comedy bit. You know, is in when, yeah, when you see that. But it's happy. it's pretty fucking funny though. It was good stuff. It was good. The best videos ever. It happens every few months they do this. And this is just it's such standard male activity. It's just hilarious to see two fully grown men still engaging it when one of them is a little ass comedian and one is a former heavyweight UFC fighter. Brian will go, fuck it, I've been training jujitsu or something. Let me see if I can do this. Shot's <laughs> yeah. a monster, dude. He's like 6'4, 260. And a trained killer, like, doesn't act like it at all, ever. But every once in a while, he'd be like, all right, fuck it, Brian, let's do this. And it'll, like, <laughs> twist him up in a little ball and throw him on the couch or something. And it's like, god damn, man. Like, I used to think, and I'm really glad this isn't the case, I used to think that shit, and it's probably just because I was around too many stuck-up old people, I thought that kind of left you as you, like, grew up and got old. But no, that's not it, man. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that for a fact because I'm selling the same shit with my friends. Like, if I go out with with my old my, my my closest friends in in the world that I've known for for decades now, we go get drunk. We're gonna be fucking wrestling and scrapping, not in any kind of vindictive, vindictive way. We're gonna be doing it like little kids, just because that's what guys do. You know what I mean? Like, someone's gonna catch a slap, and then someone's gonna be like, "All right, fuck it, let's go." <laughs> it's just how it goes because it's fucking fun and that's uh i really do think it's uh it, that's an important part of of male friendship you know what i mean to fuck with each other the same way as roasting well, for your sure, friends too and it can also be like not just fun but it could also keep a relationship solid like say there's a little discrepancy between the two of you like sometimes having just that where you just can let it out like, I've had it with a couple of my really good friends, too, I've had for a long time where, like, say our mutual one, Big Bird there, he fucking, he gets all, like, weirdly 
physical and like leave me alone like i'm like fuck it off fuck off fuck off and then he'll do something stupid irritates me next thing you know we're kind of irritated at each other and then we just have to get into it and it just totally like levels the situation and it's fucking fun yeah it's all fun everything is fucking fine we're not talking about getting angry and fighting with your friend we're talking about fucking around in an aggressive way everything even being more fun after or even better after because you had a good time you know whatever but speaking of shit like that like i was just thinking um what are you doing to to loosen up and get away from like all the corona noise and all that bullshit what do you like a lot of people i know uh, are having a hard time for some reason doesn't make sense to me but Feeling that's like a it's a very hard good question, man. That's that's super legit. And I want to point out first, a lot of people are a lot of people aren't even aware enough of themselves to try. I think that's important to know because so many people, it's just whatever you get during the day filtered through your your friends and media and whoever you run in. That's just what your day is, and that's a, a very important concept to to realize. So then you can short circuit that shit and not have bullshit that you don't want in your life and taking over your your head stressing you out and all that shit influence you and and how you're acting so what i've been doing just personally that helped me out a ton and this wasn't related at all i'd started i've talked about it a lot on here i've meditated since i pretty consistently since i was like 20 and not like anything crazy. I'm not talking like some fucking multi-hour Buddhist meditation. I just like to do a little seated meditation in the mornings, occasionally at night. So I was reading a book about a month before this started that encouraged me to, to meditate more. So I was already meditating a little more than I normally do. We're talking like, and still not long, 10.15 in the morning, 10.15 at night. That was it. I was doing, I did like a 30-day, and this was, this was probably four or five months ago, 30 days of 30 minutes of meditation and if i really because you know meditation just sitting there doing nothing with your thoughts is can be boring as fuck sometimes it can be really hard to do i wasn't so i give myself pretty loose guidelines even if i want to set a goal like that 30 minutes for 30 days some days i would sit there for 30 minutes and some days it's real easy to just relax the time goes by like in a second and you're like oh damn and then you feel great for the rest of the day some days i really don't want to fucking sit down and do nothing so i would just do like five in the morning and then if I had time, like maybe after my workout, I would do another 10 and I would do the last 15 at night. But just about a month ago, I'd started uh, doing doing a little more just because I was inspired by this book. And this Corona shit had nothing to do with it. But I kept, I've been doing that right up until now. So that that's helped a lot for sure. Because I'm pretty good because I've, I've been doing that shit for damn, like seven years now. It's uh, it, I'm it's pretty easy for me to sit down and just clear my mind from all the bullshit. So, and actually making a practice of it, that helps me a lot. And then the other thing, which is a indirect response to this, but also has been super helpful since I haven't been, I can't go to the gym. I've obviously still been working out and we've sure we'll end up getting into a little bit of our workouts later, but home workouts are great. It doesn't matter. I can always work out regardless, but I've also been just just hiking more. So 100%. I've been getting it in as well. Yeah, and that going out in the mountains is real easy even if you see someone with a fucking mask on hiking, which is we're going to get into these masks in just a second. That's the dumbest shit I could possibly think of. They could be out in the fucking Rocky Mountains hiking with a mask on. But <laughs> 
I've gone out hiking. That's been, and that's something I would obviously do anyway. But usually, like, say I'm on my normal routine with gym and work, I'd probably go out for a hike like once a week up here. And I even, I live with a trail right on my door. I should probably do it a little more. But once or twice a week would be normal for me. Now I'm probably like three or four times I'm going to go get a solid hike in. Sometimes, like, I've already, I've slammed the, the major workouts I've done in the last few days. I don't want to hit those again yet because I'm still sore from that. I want to, so I'll be like, all right, I'm going to definitely get something active and I'll just go for a solid hike. And I've also, just to add on to that, I've done it a few times. Actually, I'll be be heading out in a couple hours to meet a, a homie that I haven't seen in, in a couple weeks. And I know he's been stressed out about this shit. I've, I've dragged a few friends out that I know are basically like forced to be kind of, they're not like completely quarantining themselves by any means, but can't do their normal shit. They can't go to the gym. They can't go to the bar. They're going a little stir crazy, and I'm going to be like, yo, all right, get your ass up here. We're going for a hike. And you can see it instantly from the beginning because when you, you see someone that you haven't seen your friend for a few weeks, people are just coming all fucking, like, sluggish and kind of sad and depressed and just, oh, fuck, this is just it's, <laughs> yeah. it's dragging on all of us. By the end of the hike, it's back to normal. We're just talking shit and fucking enjoying ourselves walking out in, in the mountains. So... I've been going out my way to to drag my friends into some of that too. So I would say the two biggest things for me would be the meditation, getting out hiking, and then this goes without saying, but it's and I know it goes for both of us too. It's such a stress relief for people like us just to get in the good workouts. So I've just been good workouts, and I do want to say on that, and we we might go into it more later. I haven't been killing myself. I've been working out hard, making the progress I want to make. I haven't been trying to absolutely fucking thrash myself, which you can easily do in a home workout if you want to do some real high intensity stuff, because that's not good for your immune system in the short term. So no. you don't want to completely fucking blow yourself out in a workout in for roughly it's usually they'll say something like eight to even 24 hours. Your immune system will actually be suppressed after that. So staying in shape and staying fit is obviously good for your immune health destroying yourself like going doing a fucking crazy crossfit wad is not good for your immune system in the <laughs> the short term so that is worth noting but yeah really those three things and we'll have to go in on that stuff too later on but like i got some you know my similar three things i got one thing i think is different and the only reason is different is because goes without saying, so we just the workout goes without that's, saying that that's fucking boom. That's there. I do like a little different type of uh, meditation. I sometimes either like um, I like drive up someplace, hike up onto a rock somewhere, something of that sort, and just like chill in the sun. So you man, know, I know like, you don't you don't listen to to country music, but as long as I've I've known you, man. You're straight on that fucking classic country music song shit. If you're stressed out on something, you go for a drive in the truck. <laughs> you know, as long as we fucking know each other, that is that's your fucking. It's my place fucking go-to, man. Yeah. When I was younger, I think it's because like when I was really young, you know, I was like eight, nine years old, and like my, you know, mom, dad be arguing or something, or something I didn't like was going on. I hop on my dirt bike and head out, or my four wheel. Oh, <laughs> I just went and stole my dad's truck. <laughs> stole the truck right out. No, but so so and I just I like I like having the sun on me. So usually for me it's probably about four to five times a week when I get that real prime time because sun is often around here, especially lately it's a little better. I have a real ideal spot right here off my porch. So sometimes if I don't get any time to go someplace, I can just chill here Yo. like 
five let o'clock. Let me interject before you give your third thing too, because that's such a, a smart thing to do. And I, it, this is one of the things that's really been getting me late. Like, because I've talked to a lot of people, friends, and different people I know that are like, "Damn, even though I'm not totally meaning to, I'm basically inside all day." And it, it just fucking hurts hearing that. Like I just cringe because I'm like, "Yo, being inside all day is the worst thing to do for your immune system." Hundred percent. That's 100%. just it. Going out, all you need is fucking 10 to 20 in the prime sun hours, which are like 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. to get that uh those good 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 rays that promote the vitamin D and all that. And it is true, like taking a vitamin D supplement is smart too. It's not the same. You don't get the bioavailability and all that. And and it's a different type fucking, of energy too that you absorb from the well, sun. Yeah, the calmness you know? and the meditative effects. I'm all in on that, but I'm just talking pure practical health on this. If you're not getting yourself a little sun every day, you're fucking your immune system. 100%. That's just it. And not only are you fucking your immune system, you're fucking your sleep, which will then farther fuck your immune system. So you're double fucking yourself if you don't get outside <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, I just had to throw that in there because it's such a weird one that so many people yeah. are completely unaware of how good that is for keeping yourself healthy, just to get a little bit of direct sun also, every day. Also, like, what I'm hearing, too, is people are, like, being depressed because, like you said, they're finding themselves inside a lot. And depression comes from being in a gloomy, darker spot. So you Yo. go out fucking and brighten up your day. It will literally brighten up your day, guys. Like, like that simple. Vitamin D is a real thing, you know? <laughs> And everyone knows that at this point they're aware, but for most people, all it is as far as like the public, normal people who aren't super into health or fitness or anything is like, oh, like I think there's vitamin D in my multivitamin. And I'm just like, oh, come on now, because there, there's a few different forms. It's uh, it starts with the C. I have no idea how to pronounce it, so I'm not even going to try. But most of the vitamin D in normal supplements is in a, a terribly poor bioavailability you get almost nothing you might get like three percent or some bullshit like that so if you are going to supplement at least get something that you'll you'll get what you're paying for yeah but better I mean, than honestly that, my my uh recommendation if you're going with a vitamin d try to go for a liquid go yeah for a liquid yeah. it'll be a little more it, it, your body will be able to absorb it more you'll be able to take in Another more milligrams yes yeah, so, just to uh to throw it out there too the if you do want good vitamin d sources in your diet they're gonna come from healthy animal foods the free-range eggs wild-caught fish like sardines salmon stuff like that you get yep. vitamin d from those so if you're eating correctly and getting a little sun you probably don't even need to supplement as long especially if you live out in colorado like we do might be more relic i supplemented a lot more with vitamin D when we live back in uh, in Vermont because there's so much it's it's so much it's more a, it's so cloudy as, there yeah the sun you get and even when the sun's out in the winter it's so cold you have to be pretty covered up so if you just have your fucking nose and eyes exposed you're not going to get too much um, too much vitamin D production from that but it is really as simple as like even if you're say you're you're working from home all day which is a large part of the population is right now go outside around noon go for a quick 15 20 minute walk 
If you're wearing long sleeves, roll your sleeves up. If you have a hat on, take that shit off so you Fuck get the direct it, just sunlight. Just make a in your difference eyes. in your work area. Go work on the fucking patio, damn it! Like if you have a fucking patio and you're working inside, try to. You work absolutely out should, but most people just won't do that. You know what I mean? I know. They well, that's what I'm it. saying. Like fucking smarten up. You got yeah, that patio there. for a reason. You spent the fucking twelve hundred dollars on the stupid set that matches the fucking whatever the umbrella or some stupid shit. So fucking use it. No. You know? Like, buy that queer <laughs> patio furniture and then don't even ever use it. No, it's <laughs> never used. It just sits there, rots, fucking blows around the yard, and you guys keep yeah. picking it up, and then you get rid of it when you move. Like, woo! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, so, okay, so we got working out. We got fucking chilling in the sun, meditating in, in the way that I like to. And uh, also, I'll throw that hiking, too, because if I, I might hike up to a spot. You know, I've been hiking, like, twice a week now. For me, that's a little bit more. It's not as accessible, but it's pretty accessible. And um, I should do it more. The third one is something that really helps me, like, shut, shut off. Like, fucking, I have a hard time because right now I'm trying to work. I'm trying to do oh, things. So I don't have a where job. you're going to so. bring up the DMT frogs, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 no. No, so, so I'll actually give myself a block of time if, if it has to be in the middle of the day or at the end of the day, wherever it is, depending on my schedule now because it's all over. I give myself, like, a block of time to be stupid. So I need to like yeah. watch some fucking stupid shit like uh, right now. Like I was even watching like Joe Rogan and like um, I, I watched the, uh, the the fighter and the kid and a couple other stand up yeah, uh, comedians shit. like goofy shit. And I even had to bring it down a notch to Trailer Park Boys again. A well, couple- I got one for you on this that you'll enjoy a lot. Watch, and it's only a, it's a technically a podcast, I guess, but it's more just like a, a YouTube show because you got to have that shit on your computer. The King and the Sting. That's a Brendan Schaub's one. Of, another. Right, have you, with, and he does that with Theo Vaughn. Do you know Theo? Oh. Goofiest motherfucker. He's the one he rocks this weird ass looking mullet. He is the funniest dude ever. And him, it's legit as far as like dumb just comedy content. My favorite shit ever, man. They well, I started that playing. Like even if I'm not paying attention to it and I'm just rolling out. And I have it going in the background. I can actually turn my head off from all the all the noise and bullshit that's Yo, going on. And when everyone's working. depressed and all bitchy and shit, you gotta find some stuff to laugh about. Yeah, and the and, only thing right now I can honestly fucking really like have a good laugh and not care is this stupid shit. Yeah. Like straight up, like like this dude, you know, like I was just saying, talking about fucking the other guy in the ass, and he's talking about like he doesn't blame him fucking because hilarious. He has pretty eyes anyway, so, like, <laughs> if he looked at himself, he'd probably want to fuck himself in the ass anyway. I'm like, That's what in classic the classic fucking Callum and Shaw, man. Yeah, I, this is so – we'll just get – we always get to have a, a little fucking Rogan dick riding seg- segment on this. <laughs> I do agree with him completely, and obviously that's coming from a successful comedian, but comedy is really important for a lot of us. I know everyone isn't wired the same way, but like, if I don't have some shit I can laugh about, I'm not a very happy person. You know what I mean? I really enjoy having that content mixed in with all the other stuff I absorb, oh, too, yeah. and it, it does a lot for you. In the same way, like calming and clearing your mind in a meditative way is good, just laughing your ass off about Callan talking about getting fucked is goddamn important. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just you like, know. Shit, you know, it, it's stuff too that will, 
it takes you back. That's what I needed. I needed like shocks. I needed like things that would take me away from what my mind keeps going to, which is like sometimes worry financially or yeah. what's going on or whatever the fuck. You know, we're on the uh, the comedy show. There's two two guys who uh, work together a lot, and they're in the little fucking Rogan crew for sure. Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer both drop specials on Netflix. Both killer. I did so watch fun. a Burt Kreischer one not too long ago. I just saw that there was one. Oh fuck, yeah. I don't know which one it was, but I just it's watched it. It's pretty fun. Shit. If, yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. Tom's is probably even funnier. They're also I don't listen to their shows a lot, but similar lane, just like goofy comedy. Tom does your mom's house with his wife, which is a really funny show. I have to watch it more. Bert has his own one. And then they also, I still, I've been meaning to actually check on this because I know it's just going to be hilarious. They do one together. They call it Two Bears, One Cave, which is just <laughs> hilarious right there. So, And they're both like fat guys with beards. So it could, couldn't be a, a better title for them. Dude, there's but, this one guy that's like really he's got me interested. I even followed him because it came up on a thing on my Instagram as an interest. And I'll have to I'll send him I'll send the thing your way because he's fucking hilarious. He took all of this time that he has because he lost his job and everything. And he's been making YouTube videos about like real life scenarios with your wife and shit. And he's like acting as both of them, but he is <laughs> he is like really like it's really good like it's pretty funny like how he does it and stuff it's right yeah, on he's got it down yeah like oh man it's fucking it's good i've been enjoying like stupid shit like that here and there but poor man you, you, you gotta guys you gotta like loosen it up a little bit fucking try to forget all that crap i mean it's gonna come back at you no matter what so I've made I've made a few people mad too when they're like they're just talking just bitching about this whole situation and then just made a stupid joke about it and they're like what like you're not taking it seriously like, no I'm actually taking it more serious than you because I've, I've bothered to to educate myself on what's actually going on <laughs> but I'm still gonna make fun of your dumbass well the other like, thing hey. is too don't you notice like I don't I imagine you have the similar situation because we're we're pretty similar in this area where. We're just more calm and chill about it. We fucking res- we don't react and we respond to the situation. So like I'm having an issue right now with certain people that are fucking like frustrated with me or think I you know think I should be doing different things or just like when they're talking I'm not as amped up as they are about the situation and Let's it's because get into it, man, cause I can perfect- just. Yeah, the perfect example for this is the mask situation that's popped up in the last few weeks. So currently, like probably when you go out around where I'm at, and I know it's similar down the springs, it's about 50%, maybe more. You're at the store just going around. People are are wearing masks. And it really sparked off. So Trump did a press conference uh, a few days ago that then officially recommended people wear masks. But this is the catch. They actually recommended people, they discourage using surgical masks, which is are, are the only ones that might be kind of effective because <laughs> they don't want a shortage of those, which is an already an issue. They need those for the fucking hospitals. So they're just telling people to wrap a piece, piece of fucking cloth around their face, basically. I've seen people with T-shirts. So I've isn't seen- it to slow, like, slow the spread of saliva? Because like when you talk and when you the breathe. The actual purpose of the mask would be to, yes, if you were carrying the virus, would not be to spray it out around you to other people. How effective that is, 
I don't know. There's no clear answer on that. But my feeling and from the my best opinion that I can form from the experts I've heard talk about it is that it's entirely ineffective because, as you know, we both worn a lot of respirators in our lives. Even a real <laughs> high quality full mask uh, silicone respirator with the two cartridges on the sides doesn't work that well, especially not if you worth got a, a fuck, guys. Like yeah, I, I, I wore I've a pulled lot of so them. much dirt and nasty shit out of my face what, after what wearing we, a respirator and struggling to breathe all day. When I, <laughs> yeah, when I, exactly. All it does is just make it a bitch to breathe. It makes your fucking <laughs> yeah. Makes my fucking mustache feel all sweaty, which is disgusting. Your face, especially if you have facial hair, fucking irritates the piss out of you. Like me, when I used to sweat real bad, doing like asbestos fucking like ripping houses down and shit. I know I was breathing asbestos. I could taste it. I have a triple, a triple, you know, double barrel fucking. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's so corny. Like when I would, at the end of a day, working with one of those on, I would have rings of fucking dirt and dust and soot or whatever around the edge of my nose where it just filtered right in the fucking sides it's uh yeah it's barely effective at best unless you have literally like a full mask respirator that goes over (laughs) your entire face and has a hood that goes over your head and probably only wear one of those if you're working with like real real toxic shit like hazmat level stuff bio yeah bio like biohazard kind of shit but so like that that's a fucking serious unit too though that's a serious unit yeah Exactly. No one's wearing those, obviously. Well, a, a lot of people are doing is wearing those shitty little paper respirators. Those do absolutely nothing. And this or is like the, the people that do this shit too. So, so this is the shit that fucking irritates the fuck out of me. I actually posted a thing about somebody wearing gloves, but we can get into that later. But when you take the mask, all right, and you get in your car and you pull it off your face and you put it down on your chin, and then you're breathing all over it or whatever's on it in it in. It doesn't fucking do anything, you dumb Also, how many motherfuckers do <laughs> you think are washing their masks? And I mean, whatever kind of fucking scarf or bandana they're using as a mask. Nothing. It's probably, and this is the actual thing that personally, because we're now wearing basically like one of those stretchy bandana things. Keep one around my neck at work. And if someone comes in with a mask, I pull it up over my face purely just to make them feel better, which I have. I have no issue about that. If people feel more comfortable coming into the, the place I work, I'm down for that. But what annoys me about it is all it does is make me more likely to touch my face. And that is what will actually raise the risk of contracting any fucking bacteria or virus that'll get you your respiratory system sick. So it's doing the direct opposite of what it, it's purely just to to pacify people and make them feel like they're doing something which there is a place for that with stupid people but i just never can i can't engage in that activity myself man for for my own personal use i can never do something that i know doesn't work or in this case is actually worse for you and just well, make it's myself just feel fucking legi- it's just it's just common sense shit that pisses me off it's like it's like we're a bunch of fucking idiots and they can just tell us whatever we want to believe and we, we just go with it. Does, like, I, I want everybody, if they're, whoever the fuck listened to this, you hopefully has a little more head on the shoulders than what I'm putting out there. And but if, if you, if didn't you at do, the beginning, you will by the end of this shit. If, so listen yeah. up, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> if you do, doesn't it fucking offend you that they could literally say anything on the news or in fucking social media and have you. Freak the fuck out not knowing one fucking thing about it. Not knowing one fucking thing about anything going on or or even like saying taking a moment and maybe 
computing it yourself and putting things That's together. No, zero but, critical thinking going on. No, zero. no critical thinking. Everybody only sees up to their toes. Nobody ever looks past their fucking toes into anything or even have that mindset where, hey, you know, well, they are saying this, but, you know, it's kind of been like that. We've had this go on. No, so it's just fucking straight. The last thing on mass, then we're going to air out gloves and then we're going to be done with that side of this. The the best example of this and anyone who's in any area in the country where they're probably wearing masks, which is damn near everywhere. Watch people in the grocery store or wherever when they get in it. Watch what they do when they have to talk or most people we've talked uh, in the past about breathing patterns, how you should breathe through your nose and shit. Most people be breathing out their mouth. What they do is if they have to talk or they just that's just starts to like suffocate them and they need a breath, they just grab it, touch their fucking face and pull the mask down to say something. And I'm like, you fucking retard. You think Dumb you're walking in protecting yourself with a mask, but you're safe grabbing that mask and pulling it down. It's just it's beyond idiotic. So the level of stupidity is getting next level. <sighs> People are really just acting like sheep. Actually, one of uh a guy I've met out here, he's he's back in Florida now, but he's been sending me some interesting stuff on this. And he he gave the perfect analogy, man. I said something about people being sheep or stupid or whatever. And he was like, yeah, they're acting like uh, like Mr. Smith, the the agent from uh, from the Matrix. And I just thought I just thought it was a funny ass analogy because it, when in I think it's the third one when there's like thousands of him, he just keeps replicating and like turning people and. That's what people are literally just playing follow the leader in the dumbest fucking way right now and all acting like the exact same thing with no thought as to why they're doing this. They're only doing it because he was doing it over there. So I should do that. I should wrap a fucking scarf around my face, too. And last thing on the mask, man. So if wrapping a piece of dirty cloth around your face would stop a respiratory illness, I guess all those people who died from measles and tuberculosis and all the other real serious respiratory illnesses that we've dealt with in this country, I guess they were just too dumb to figure it out, man. Sorry for <laughs> all those hundreds of thousands of people that died. They just didn't know they had to wrap a scarf around their fucking face, man. I feel bad for them. So fuck masks. Y'all are retarded for wearing masks. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. It, it's what the mask and thing makes me think that there is more like thought experiment kind of shit going on. But I don't know. Maybe it is just to try to make people feel better about their retarded lives. I mean, but, I feel like I feel like we're in such a fuck it. We are such a dumb fucking species in a mass amount. Like there's definitely brilliant people out there, intelligent people. If you are one fucking hands out to you. But there is so many fucking idiots out there that... I don't even think this is anything like that. I think literally the government's like, oh, man, we need to, like, think of everything that will calm them down and help, relieve, like, relieve anxiety. Like, okay, give them a mask. If we give them yeah. a mask, they'll be good. Like, you know, does anybody yeah. realize that sanitizer, okay, if you look it up, they created that to help with fucking anxiety because it don't do shit. It doesn't do shit. It kills maybe fucking 2% of the germs that are on your hands, not even the ones that are going to yeah. affect you. You and, know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Most of the germs that are on your hands are good for you too, by the way. You don't want your hands fucking sterilized. That's yeah. crazy. So yeah. let's move right on to that, gloves. We were wearing rubber gloves at the, the dispensary I work at a few weeks before we even had to start fucking with this fake mask thing. 
I listened to uh, this lady who who works in virology in in some context, and it's just one expert's opinion, but this is her opinion on it. And she was just speaking off the top. It wasn't, she's not saying, going too hard either way, but she was like, my best guess is that a virus like this, which is is that we've all seen the little pictures of the circular coronavirus, it has a, a lipid layer on the outside that's fats. She's like, I, I would guess that it would stick better to latex than to your own skin. So you're probably making it more likely that it would stick to your hands. Also, you don't get corona through your hands. You have nothing to worry about touching something with corona as long as you you don't fucking lick your fingers after fucking do a line of cocaine off your fucking index finger. You're like, probably seriously, guys. Yeah, but it's fucking she, so yeah, Her best opinion was that gloves would actually make it more likely to carry this virus around than not so that's another and that was my thought too because it's not going to be absorbed into it or anything so it just sits on the surface of plastic but then there's nurse all right this nurse she goes she goes all right everybody i'm going to do give you a little education thing i posted this on my uh, on my facebook page i don't post much but sometimes i'll post shit if it if it's necessary she put the gloves Super on necessary right now she, <laughs> she, she she put the gloves on and she had paint on the things that she was using as the things she would go through the store and look at. And then she had nothing on the things like her cell phone and everything like that. So she went through the store and fucking, you know, was like, oh, I want some of this tonight. And I'm going to have yeah. some beef and I'm going to have some of this. Whatever. She threw it in the cart. She's fucking fake walking down the aisle. She touches. Oh, somebody calls. This shit now that she has touched is all over her fucking phone, yeah. on her face. And it was easier so, transmitted because it was on the exactly. gloves. Let's put it in context, too. So people are like, well, that's what they do in hospitals. They wear gloves and masks. That's what they do in surgery. So what, of course it protects you. This They're not is what you do. anything else. Yeah, no. this is what you do in a hospital. You walk into the sterilized room with the patient on the bed. You take a clean pair of gloves, put that shit on, put your mask on. Don't touch a goddamn thing that isn't sterilized because you don't want to get it in the patient's open wound or whatever operation you're doing. As soon as you finish the operation, you we've all seen it in the doctor's office when you're in there for a physical. They have their little fucking hazard bin separate from the normal trash. You put all that shit just in case there's something on it in a special trash can, go out and sanitize again. And then after the operation is done, everything in the room is sanitized again. It's an it's like it's the same thing as like an isolated experiment. What they're yeah. doing is controlling all the variables they can in one little room, which is completely impossible to do in any kind of public setting. You can't and do it. And if you have any common sense, you got to understand the circumstances are fucking different from being in a doctor's office like that and just not touching anything else. They're not going to answer their phone in mid-fucking surgery. Exactly, yeah. They're not going to be like, oh, shit, I need to grab this real quick. <laughs> it's uh, Like, seriously, yeah. guys. It's just low-level thinking at its fucking worst, man. And we're seeing, I don't know, man, I, both of us, I don't want to be too pessimistic about this because I'm not going to pretend I didn't have a, just based off what we go so hard on fitness, health, stuff like that, I didn't have a super high opinion of pe the, the public intelligence in general at this point, but I no. didn't, ha it wasn't as low as it is now. I'm blown away by how stupid and just willing to follow totally benign direction that people are right now it's it's i actually if, if if you want me to be honest you know because i've had a little extra time to think here and there i was thinking that this would be a great time to think of some way to fucking 
give people a service that's in a manipulative way so that I can get paid for it because that's what I see happening oh, all hold over up. the place. Do you know what's happening right all now? All over I the place. I don't think we'll stand for it yet. I guarantee this will come through in our lifetime, but it, it, they've already done it in a few other countries. I want to say Italy and South Korea, definitely South Korea, but what they're doing is saying you have to have this app on your phone where we track you all the time just to make sure you're not spreading corona. And uh, we already know, like, our phones are tracked all the time, all our data and shit, but, like, doesn't that doesn't bother me at all. People like me and you, I don't care that Google has all my emails. It doesn't, if I get a fucking ad for some, some shoes I looked up the other day, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I'd, I'd rather use the phone. But I would be a little salty if they were like, hey, if you want to have a phone, you need this government app on it. I'd be like, damn, what are we in fucking North Korea now? Like, it would just, it would, feel, it would be a next level of, of weird surveillance that I certainly don't want to run. And I don't think Americans are ready to accept that yet. I could be wrong. We'll see if we all have to have an app on our phone in a fucking week or two. But that's what they're doing right now. And uh, another just little anecdote. I don't man. think that's something they could do here because it's yeah, different. It's, it's totally different. Yeah. We're not. They, they, yeah, in we the same way that uh, a lot of Americans are still willing to, to really put up a fight for their, their gun rights. And I don't as much as it sketches me out that some creepy old fuck like Joe Biden wants to restrict that. It, I, it, there's no, you can't take the guns away right, right now. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole. We've talked about it before. We'll talk about it in the future. But as far as what we're dealing with right now, man, a little anecdote from, uh, from just from my personal experience. So for years, we've been seeing pictures of people in the, the giant metropolitan areas of Asia, like Beijing, Tokyo and stuff, wearing masks. Like the ones that were always real funny to me. Always, is yeah. You see people running marathons with masks on, and that's because of pollution so bad. And we just gave our opinion on masks. Like that's do especially if you're running and like taking big breaths, that is doing nothing for you. But whatever. I always looked at it like, oh, and I, I'm not I don't have a negative opinion of China at all, but I have that like they're under a much stricter communist structured government. I was always more willing to be like, sometimes in a joking way, but in a half serious way too, be like, yo, they're fucking brainwashed over there. A lot of them, you know, at least more than I, 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 my perspective on America or other countries. I'm like, and I don't think it was by choice. It was more like everyone does this shit or you're going to get locked up or killed. And then a few decades after the whole Mao revolution and all that, it's like everyone's doing the same shit because you really don't have a choice. But then you, you see like a picture of a, an Asian individual wearing a mask somewhere has been very normal for a long time. So I was out on a hike on the trail right by my house here. And there, this was before the, the mask thing really popped off. There's a lady wearing a, a surgical mask and she was like, stepping right off the trail when anyone walked by her and this it wasn't even like a normal it was a, a connector trail so it was basically a road like it was like it's yeah. like 10 feet wide absurd to like walk off this shit and try to get away from someone outside when you with a mask on and was i under the influence of something at the time yes might have taken a little acid before that hike but <laughs> so I'm a little in my head i walk by her and see her out the corner of my eye and it literally it just like flash the picture of that i'd seen of this this asian girl running a marathon with a mask on that i always just associated with like government brainwashing and i was like god damn it's here like the same shit that i've been looking at as like some corny thing they do over in china as a joke because they have a very oppressive government that's i, I just walked by it it's the exact yeah. same thing so same and i was, exact like, thing, yeah. I was like god damn man we've, we're really that far 
down this uh this shitty path. So it was just <laughs> just had a weird little moment. No, but, I feel you, man. I I feel like I've seen it too. Like I have a VA um uh right up here off of right off the corner of uh, Centennial and Fillmore, kind of where I work here in the Springs, and um, they have set up quarantine uh, t- or they have testing. So they have four tents set up, and you and you drive like they have cars blocking all the parking lot off, so you have to drive a certain way. So you go through the line, and they have fucking four people so, set up to go through the testing. Let's talk testing real quick before we we wrap shit up here, man. So we know there's been a lot of shitty testing. I'm very skeptical that a lot of these numbers, because I know uh, as far as worldwide, a lot of the tests were just testing for coronaviruses, not this specific one. And there's two strains of this specific one. No one's testing for the different strains, which which is absurd because one is way more dangerous than the other. But there, a lot of them, people, they're super basic tests. And I only learned this in the last few days. One of the main ones they're using is the ELISA test. That's the same shit test that's been such an issue for Lyme disease because it's so poor as far as the results. And uh, so... A lot of the, uh, just my personal opinion at the moment, a lot of the positive tests we're seeing are, could be possibly false positives. There's definitely false negatives out there too, but a lot of them people were probably just testing for the really low key, not dangerous at all, common cold coronaviruses that have been around forever and aren't dangerous at all. And they're saying, oh, so all these deaths where people are dying and they have corona in their system, they're dying from some other shit, probably testing positive for a coronavirus that isn't even the one that's causing all this panic. Also, the like I said, those tests are notoriously unreliable. I heard recently, and I will have to, I'll look into this more and bring it up on our next episode. They're saying about 30% false negatives on, on some of these tests too. They're complete shit. They don't test for the virus itself, at least not the, the common tests I've heard of. They test for antibodies to the virus, which is leaves the door so wide open for fucked up testing. It's uh, And they said, I went down this rabbit hole a lot when I had Lyme disease myself, so I know a little more about that one specifically, and that's why I just, it, it, I, instantly when I heard someone say, I was like, really? They're using that same shit test? Like, they need, we, we've been over, they, they should have thrown that shit out a decade ago. It's such yeah. trash. It's, it, it, it and it, it complicates the issue so much more when you have shitty testing, and now when everyone's, getting all worked out oh they think it's just like oh you just order a test kit from amazon why isn't all why aren't the governments doing it's not that fucking simple not not at all so to get a good accurate test would probably be completely i mean it's pretty comical that people think that it's going to be fucking uh, simple like it's just comical in general to think that that would be something fucking simple to do with mass amounts of people that we have trying to figure out this small little i know we have technology now virus Yo, viruses. That's what I mean. So do you want a chip in your dome? Yeah. I mean, that would be an easier way to do it if we put a chip in your dome. Would that be mm-hmm. better? Yeah, then you know exactly what's going on, man. Yeah, you just get a whole readout of all the viruses <laughs> you have in you, yeah. and then everyone would think they're gonna die all the time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it would be perfect, man. So we'll probably see that <laughs> not not so distant future. But yeah, it's uh, as far as the testing. There's just a lot of trash. Don't. Uh, all I'm saying is you can't put too much faith in these numbers we're getting at all. And I'm not saying at all, like the numbers aren't real. There's a massive amount of people infected with this specific coronavirus. But as far as which strain, which coronavirus, 
if they do actually get super sick and then worst case scenario die, it's even more questionable what they died from. So I, uh, and I really appreciate this because he's just being a voice of reason in, in this craziness. Elon Musk got a lot of shit and I brought this up when it first started, he tweeted out coronavirus panic is dumb, <laughs> which is just hilarious. Like one of our, our most public billionaires at probably in the world, but definitely in this country, just like, this is ridiculous. Like, so he still, he, and he got a lot of shit for that, of course. Like, who knows how many fucking thousands of articles were written just flaming him for that one fucking tweet. He gets it worse. Oh, well, he must have known. He oh, he knows known. exactly what's going on. He has, so now Tesla has, they're making some ventilators. That's a whole other side thing, the ventilator. I don't really want to get into that. We can talk about it another time if we want. But they're making some of those to help out hospitals and some of the Tesla factories. He has, he's come around and this is, it's probably more him balancing his public image too, is because he's like, look, he clear he already gave his opinion. He thinks this is stupid. And I agree pretty much with everything he said on that. But he does, he's managing multi-billion, he's being the face of uh, multi-billion dollar companies. He does have to balance the public stuff. So if he's like, all right, this is retarded, but if I throw a bunch of free ventilators out to these hospitals, people will be happy again. So all, he's playing the, the, the politics. 100%. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one he, he put out that was, was one of the, the most illuminating things for me, he put out a, a graph of the deaths in Italy. Listen to this shit, man. We know Italy has probably been hit the worst outside of maybe that original outbreak in China as far as the death rate. 48% of the pe people in, in Italy that died had three or more serious illnesses at the time. So we're talking cancer, heart disease, nasty shit. About 25% had two or more. Another 25% had one or more. 0.8% died in Italy only testing positive for the coronavirus. And that 0 0.8, 0 0.7 is the number that we were floating around before, is exactly what, from the best data we have so far, accumulated from all these different tests and death rates and countries and all that bullshit is it should be about 0.7 which is more dangerous than the normal flu than point fucking seven so when you actually look at the, oh legitimately half the motherfuckers that died in italy, italy had three or more serious issues and i'm not talking risk factors old and obese i'm talking actual diagnosed illnesses at the time of death are you kidding me man and we're acting like this coronavirus is just going wild, killing people. What? What? <laughs> like it's it's beyond ridiculous. So, so I'm like really taken by that too. Like I I am just because, like I don't know what the fucking really believe of the virus. Like that is like how I want to totally know, think. Get... But I have my mom. She's in the fucking. She's in the healthcare and stuff. And I guess the way it like collapses your respiratory system is different it's more aggressive it like kind of is like yeah, suffocating so and then i talked to a couple other people and they said the same thing and then i talked to some other people and they say the that it, it's more along the lines of what you just went on so no, it's so very I, much like i can't I wait for about two years to go by and then we'll see what the fuck that, really yeah, and that i'll it'll be interesting to revisit this and yeah in two three years look back and, and reflect on this ridiculousness but no I agree 100% with what she said, and that's completely true. If you get the serious infection in your respiratory system, what most people get is just a mild upper respiratory infection. 
it doesn't get it so it is true and that's what's dangerous about this it's why it's a really nasty flu if it does get that infection that your mom was referencing it's a very serious respiratory issue and that's when you might have to be put on a ventilator to breathe and shit there is some some i've heard some legit doctors question whether those ventilators are doing more more harm than good i don't honestly don't know that much about it so i'm not going to speak on it now but that's absolutely true. And what I threw out there, I still, from the best info I'm seeing from all the sources I listen to, the death rate from this shit should be about 0.7%, which I don't want 0.7% of the world to die. That's a fuckload of people. We have, well, we have like 7, 8 billion people in the world. Now, that would be terrible. I don't think it'll be that high because we'll control it. But the flu, I believe, is 0.1, the normal flu, which I don't even know how they calculate that because there's a lot of strains of the normal flu if they're just compiling them all. So we're talking about... Roughly, who seven, knows how the fuck if, they do any of it? Yeah, you know and I'm strong <laughs> on that that point one on the normal flu, but we're just gonna go with it for the sake of, for the context of of this conversation. So we'd be talking about something that's about seven times more dangerous than the normal flu, and we all knew forever. We all know the flu can kill you, especially in old people. Personally, <laughs> I've never known anyone that the flu. It's never even crossed my mind that I could get the flu and die. It's absurd. Like. Do a lot of people, and we're talking in the tens of thousands every year, die from the flu? Yes, but in this massive world population, a lot of people die from a lot of shit all the time. A lot more people die from suicide than that every year just in this country. A lot mm. more people die from car crashes. A lot more people die from other diseases like heart, can heart disease, cancer. A lot more people, I'm just going to fucking lump this shit all together real quick, die from being fat, lazy, retarded fucks than anything. <laughs> so don't do that, and you're probably going to be just fucking fine. So if there's anything, if we can, just to, to kind of put a positive spin on this, because me and you are already pretty into our health, really like to stay fit and all that, it's encouraged me to be even a little more healthy than I normally am. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, a per, that, that's a very legitimate positive from this whole situation. If you're not, or if you maybe you're not at the starting point we are, just be a little more healthy with those very simple things we were talking about. Get in some low-key exercise, get a walk outside, try to eat a little healthier, try not to drink too much, try not to smoke too much, the very fucking bare minimum basics. And with whatever state you're, whatever level you're at, however you like to conduct your life, just try to be a little healthier, especially when there is. Again, if there is a really nasty strain of flu going around right now, I hate being sick because it means I can't work out. Like, and getting, I haven't gotten the flu for, I don't even remember the last time I had it. It was probably like five, six years ago, but the flu sucks. It's, it's fucking the worst for someone like us. Like, we want to go fucking train, you coughing out the lay in bed and shit. Hate the terrible. shit. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a really, say it was just in, uh, say it just hit Colorado Springs, really. There's a really nasty strain of normal flu going around this year. I bet you would go out your way to be a little healthier than normal. You you know, I normally do. I just do it this time of year, anyways. That's what I'm saying. It's just like I already have. I already have it programmed in me to beginning the beginning of the winter and the end of the winter. You always beef it up a little bit. You're fucking changing shit. Everybody else doesn't take care of their shit. So fucking. It's not why I do what I do at all. But we uh, and we 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 mentioned our our fathers earlier. Both both of them have been through cancer at this point. Both of them, fortunately, have come out perfectly fine on the other side but it's not why i was into to health and shit way before that when my dad got cancer watching him go through that motivated me to be a little bit healthier with my life 
that's a positive thing to take out of a very unfortunate situation my dad had to deal with. All the Same time. thing. You know what I mean? Like, I've had, it, it's just, it, it's just, to me, that is just that goes back to that common sense shit. You I mean, see, that's the way to look at it with any situation, like, say, like, the cancer to even the COVID. Like, you got to take what you can that is positive out of this situation. You might learn something about yourself. You might be able to grow in a certain way. You might have a little more time to spend with your kids, whatever it is. Build a relationship back up that you didn't have. You got to take a positive out of out of this, what we all consider a huge negative right now. Yeah, so, yeah, I really do think that's the best way to look at it, man. And we're going to... Fuck that Corona shit. We'll be talking about it more next time. Next I'm time still... we should go in a little bit more about our workouts and shit because I I would ha- I have some things to go in on that and then uh, yeah. I mean, That's... if you guys want to take anything from this, I mean, we want as much positivity out there for you, but don't be a fucking fat, stupid, dumb piece of shit slob. All right. If you fucking yeah. if you can't look down <laughs> and you can't look down and see your fucking dick, then you got to do something about it fucking now. That that is that oh. should be the first step across any fucking man's life. That is unacceptable if you can't see your fucking dick to take care of that and be able to step see. One, it. Yeah. Step, step one, yeah. Step one. Step one for fucking. Yeah, step, <laughs> step one for females. Step one for females. Step all right? two. <laughs> make sure you're at least not such a fat fat fuck that you're able to occasionally use that dick that you can now see. <laughs> yes, you can use the dick, all right? And females, same thing. I want you to be able to look down and see your kneecaps. You should be able to stand straight up, nice, and look between your boobs and see your fucking kneecaps. That right. should be able to do that. Should 100%. We're getting. We got to throw it. You got some giant titties. You might have to lean over a little bit, okay, all right? If it, Don't if hurt it, your back, if, but we'll, we're going to get... Yeah. We're, we're, we're just being fair, man. Is this equal? It's 2020. <laughs> we okay. just, you don't have to stand straight up. Guys do have to stand straight up. Unless you can bench over 300 pounds, you get a fucking slight lean too, okay? You might have a big-ass <laughs> chest. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Last, uh, <laughs> last thing I want to mention, though. That's fucking funny. <laughs> so I have uh, our little podcast metrics from, from Anchor, the site that we're using to upload now. Yeah. And I'm loving this shit, man. So... First off, the most our most listened to episode from the first ones I uploaded on here is 85. I think we just barely broke double digits on that, so we're making progress, man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, more in, more interesting, the breakdown of the pe- where the people are listening to this. It's almost exclusively people listening off their smartphones through iTunes. There's a few other pulling from Stitcher and the other big podcast networks. But we have our our demographic has, or at least as far as the nationalities, it's switched a little bit, man. We're now down to seventy five percent from the U.S., so we're getting we're getting an international audience here, at least <laughs> at least one of them. But this is why I wanted to bring it up. We are now up to thirteen percent of our, our our listeners are from Libya, <laughs> and I really appreciate that. I know I'm laughing about it. But I still, I'm waiting for that DM. I want to hear boots on the ground from Libya. What the? Do y'all have Corona there? I still <laughs> want to know about Gaddafi. No one's hit me up. So I know there's at least one one motherfucker in Libya, and it probably is literally just one single person there who's listened to a few of our episodes. 
I know you've listened to more than one because the fucking numbers went up. So hit me up. I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If maybe there's a language Let's do barrier. It, man. I, I can't Listen, lie. I would love to fucking be able to hook it up with this fucking guy from Libya that's listening to us. I want to. I want to see if we could fucking zoom you in, man. We'll see if we can figure it. out this shit. You want free workouts? We got you. Yeah, let's do it. Let's that. do it. <laughs> this is the other thing. So we still have we have uh have a person or two from Israel. We have one or two from the UK. There one popped up from India. The other one, which would rank number three on our, our top listeners at four percent, is from Iraq. <laughs> so the only thing I'm getting slightly nervous about. And this is, I'm not, no shade to those countries at all, but we all know what's going on. I, I'd let, that's why I want to hear from these people. I want to know what's actually going on. Since Hillary had Gaddafi killed, that country's had, I know it's had some rough times. I would love to know exactly what it's like there. Sliding those DMs, <laughs> whoever that. Look, if, if there's a language barrier, we got Google Translate, we make it work, okay? Yeah, but, let's do it, guys. Let's do it. We got one from from Iraq too. Those both those places happen to be two of the ISIS hotbeds in the world. So I'm hoping that we don't have any ISIS affiliated listeners. <laughs> Can't get down with that. So please hit me up just to confirm, man. I just gotta know. Yeah, if you if you can just confirm if you're ISIS, so we could just like. I mean, we appreciate you listening, but you know. Like, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to hold it against you if you're some people join gangs over here too when you're young. It, and it sucks. I mean, and yeah, it's all to, to each is to own. So whatever. <laughs> but just fucking, we just yeah, we can't we can't be affiliated. Yeah, can't can't get up. But I'm look. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying we now have U.S. Libya and Iraq is our top countries <laughs> listening to our shit, and that's goddamn hilarious. And I honest, I really do appreciate anyone who bothers to do this, especially if you've made it this far, man. Yeah, you we've uh, been around an hour for most of these, which is longer than we were doing before because we got more time now, man. Which that is another just for our personal lives. We've uh we've both really been been loving getting back into this because we took almost all last year off and it's indirectly like I'm not saying I'm happy that this happened and now we can record more podcasts but I am enjoying it. <laughs> so, that's a little positive for us personally too. Maybe it's a little positive for whoever is out there in Libya listening to us. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. And for if you that. guys are listening to this, at least do the dick check. You know, just do at least that fucking tonight. Before you go to bed. Yeah, you, yeah, cover the basics. Don't be fat. Cover the basics. Be that should be done at least twice shit. a day. At least twice a day. So, <laughs> where, uh, yeah, and honestly, if it's not more than, than twice a day, you probably aren't staying hydrated enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, man. We're, uh, we're GMV, anywhere you can get podcasts. Hit any us app, up on Instagram, iTunes, guys. Come on. Green Mountain Views on Instagram waiting for that dm we'll see if it comes through we will definitely keep well we'll we'll keep y'all updated if anyone from libya ever hits i've never even met anyone from libya man i ain't that kind of culture i, I want to they seem cool as fuck so yeah i'm up. saying we'll go to fucking libya one Look, day when corona's all gone and shit yeah, they somewhere. probably don't even have corona there man they're probably <laughs> they have, and even if well and that's actually an interesting point man Everywhere has some sort of coronavirus now, whether it's this one or other. So they definitely do have it there. I would have to, I'm going to go out on the limb here and say 
they don't give a fuck because they have bigger issues to deal with, like rebuilding their fucking country after it got fucked. You know what I mean? 100%. They're not worried about a goddamn flu. 100%. At least I hope they're not. They probably have much more important things to worry, like getting food and keeping your fucking family safe. So, I hey, hope- man, if you got if you guys got like if you guys need some help building some shit, I'm down to run a machine for you for a little while. I'll go over there for a couple weeks. We'll figure some shit out. I run a machine, oh. set up some foundations. Come on. Slide me some fucking illegally smuggled diamonds, a little gold. I'll be over there real quick. Slice the cheapest fucker. And I'll probably get a direct Olivia for like 50 bucks. <laughs> we'll, we'll pull up next week. <laughs> All right. We, uh, we appreciate everyone listening. And we out. Peace.